Hi, I'm Kevin Mahan. And I'm Sam Chaplin. I host the Attitude Era podcast. And I haven't seen any films. And welcome to Cinema Swirl. Welcome to Cinema Swirl, and we're traipsing through Tinseltown and watching more movies that Sam has not seen. Hello, uh, everyone, once again, I'm Kevin, joined by my OTP, Sam Chaplin. Hello. And no, you're not in heaven, it's just episode number 27. There we go. There we go there. And uh, today's episode is The Blues Brothers. Yeah. It's our first recording of 2017. Mm-hmm. How's the old 2K17 been treating you then? Oh, it's great. Yeah? Yeah. How so? Everything seems fine. Yeah? <laughs> the world is a happy place full of everything going well. I think a lot of people thought that 2016 they thought was quite bad. Yeah. Because I think people were just focused on the end of 2016 when it would have been a lot of cold weather. And now it's 2017, and it's sunny, so it's okay, yeah. pretty much. Like, yeah, yeah. you know, you wake up every morning and kind of go, oh, there's the sun. It's going to be all right, like, yeah. it's fine, you know? We were just, you know, shrouded a bit of darkness. Here comes the sun, did it, did it. As the Beatles themselves once wrote, there's the sun now, there it is. And how are you? Are you well? Yeah, I'm okay. Yeah? Yeah. Are you excited about this movie that we're doing today? I mean, yeah, I think. I don't really know much about it. The Blues Brothers. The Blues Brothers. The Blues Brothers. Yeah. Once again, proving that Sam managed to go through, particularly university life, because, mm. I mean, there's going through life with your fingers in your ears and your eyes closed, but particularly university, right. when everyone is required by law to sit down and watch The Blues Brothers at the start. Like, Didn't watch it, mate. So you... Did you miss Freshers Week or too busy getting big pissed, mate? Yeah. With the lads, yeah? <laughs> Having some dirty pints. Did you drinking some Jaeger bombs? See, I know you've got like a secret life where you've actually got like actual like mate mates and you yeah, do yeah. things like you are like burger enthusiasts and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. Like, you know. Have a burger, drink a pint. You know, yeah, kind of get all down your front. Yeah. <laughs> Just get messed down. That's that's what I'm into. Yeah, can me and Sam don't have that relationship because neither of us you can have stuff all down our fronts like that. Otherwise, we just point it out to yeah. each other. I put on a clean shirt when I come and see you because I don't want you knowing about my other life. <laughs> but most of the time, it's just like <laughs> assorted gourmet burger toppings. Yeah, exactly. like, I don't know why, but all I can do now is think of that time you and I went to the gourmet burger place and you got the most disgusting the, that burger, in the damp world. burger. <laughs> Uh, the burger was supposed to have like a filling within the burger itself that was like cheese and spices or something but the the burger just looked like it was in a puddle and it was just leaking from within so when I picked it up the burger was just dripping the bun was wet through like a sponge it was really like oh, it was those great great moments where like, I don't know what it is but every time you and I have been to a restaurant together you yeah. manage to get some sort of like tragedy on the plate <laughs> I can't remember where that was was that like a gourmet kitchen company or something like that it was yeah it was one of the like nice posh burger restaurants I think I'll tell you what happened to me the other day when I was at the cinema mm-hmm. proper movie anecdote right here yeah I accidentally had to go into a harvester it's the first time I'd ever been in my entire life accidentally yeah because where I go to the cinema in, in Salford yeah. all the double doors were all closed to get in because it was after the movie was over right and the only way you could actually get out was through the patio from the harvester so I just 
had to kind of go in and be like, how oh, everyone like, you know, try not to lock eyes with the salad bar because I'd just be yeah. stuck there otherwise, you mm. know. So the movie du jour is the Blues, Blues Brothers. The Blues Brothers. Yeah. So there'll be uh, many a tear shed later on. Right, the Burger season. Brothers I'd be fine with, but the Blues Brothers? Nah, I'm alright. The Blue Burgers was yeah. the other movie we had lined up, well, alas. Uh, we're going to dip into the mailbag now. message here from Lauren Miller it's a uh, Miller time you could say and Lauren writes I am from the US and just recently started listening to your podcast what the hell is a Tiffin thanks Lauren good question I'm not the expert here although Kevin will have you believe that I am well I mean at this table one of us here acknowledges the blessed sacrament of the Eucharist and transubstantiation so you're obviously the one who's going to talk about Tiffin. Like. Yeah, it's this, this like religious cake. <laughs> what basically is is that if you're a Catholic, okay, you get the body of Christ, right? Okay, which is like a bread wafer. It's like yeah, it's the flesh of Christ made right. into bread. Yeah, and we go through transubstantiation, which means we, I, I'm sure we've been through this. Yeah, in the Passion of the Christ episode, you ring a bell, it becomes the flesh of, of Christ. Take this, all of you, and eat it. I'm giving you my body, you know, low GI. It's good, mm. you know. Uh, Sam, Sam knows what low GI is. Someone's got a blender recently. Someone's huh? got a Nutribullet, just someone, saying. Someone knows where, where their bread's buttered. <laughs> yeah. You don't have that on your side of the fence. Kind of a godless um, wasteland, basically. Right. And if you if you see one of you know these services, and uh, they don't have the, the Eucharist like that. Instead, it's just... Uh, Tiffin and you know knitted cushions and people singing and drinking wine and yeah that and that is what Tiffin is so I hope that's answered your question sufficiently. What what is Tiffin? It's chaos, Lauren. It's what it is. It's just chaos. Yeah, so much chaos. You know, there's a big Tiffin following down in Australia. Yeah, you know that we got a lot of Tiffin centric messages from Australia, from Australia, from down under, <laughs> from down under. You know. Um, they, they're big into it down there. I think maybe some point in the future we should do a Tiffin swirl. Yeah, you know that might maybe Try some clear, clear it up for some of the people. You know, because I haven't, I haven't had any. I don't think. Well, not this, not in the last hour. I know. Yeah, I mean, normally I'm just scoffing it down, <laughs> having a go at God, but yeah, yeah. wake up and just fall over into a pile of it. Yeah, smear it all over your face. So that's what Tiffin is. That's what Tiffin that's is. What it is. It's Sam's cross it's to bear. Australian chaos cake. <laughs> We've got a mailbag question here from Chris Smith, who hopefully titled his mailbag question in the subject. Nice. Line. Very good. And Thank uh, you, Chris. Of course, all of you sending your messages to cinemaswirl at gmail.com. That is cinemaswirl at gmail.com. After listening to your Jingle All The Way episode and thinking about what happened later to two of the cast members, brackets, Phil Hartman getting shot by his wife in a murder-suicide and Jake Lloyd suffering from schizophrenia and subsequent hospitalisation... Have either of you looked up what's happened to some of the people involved in the films you've reviewed? As an additional question, will such factors also affect the films you guys will choose to review? For example, would knowing about what Roman Polanski did, you wouldn't review movies like The Pianist, Rosemary's Baby, or Chinatown into the swirl? Hang on a second, it's going to quickly just... Roman Polanski. Yeah. Popped onto Ask Jeeves here just to kind of legal history, sexual abuse case. Oh dear! Oh no! No documentary movies. Oh dear! Vanity Fair libel case. Oh triple dear! 
That's an interesting... Would you, like, know that Roman Polanski, who's uh, obviously a big wig in Hollywood, but also is uh, excommunicated from the country because of all the wrong things that he's done, Yeah. would that put you off watching one of their movies? Um... Oh, gee. I mean, that's, that, a, that's a big question, question isn't it? Um, I'm kind of used to this question because like, Chris Benoit in wrestling, I do a lot of wrestling podcasts, so people are like, oh, he did something horrible, so therefore, can you not watch any of his stuff or talk about it? There's still good wrestling matches, though, yeah, aren't there? Yeah, exactly. That's, always, that's the thing. That's I think thing. you can have that stuff in mind, but I, I, I'm not sure whether it affects the literal quality of the thing that you'll watch I d- I've, I'll be honest I've not watched any of those Polanski movies I've nothing I've ever watched a Roman Polanski movie no me neither but I've, I've not seen any films but, yeah um, you've got yeah. an excuse haven't you I don't know I mean I will go with, I mean I'm, 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 I'm more put off by Adrian Brody <laughs> <laughs> well what did he do no he's not um there's a, a thing that he did on SNL. Uh, yeah. This is not like as, as bad as Roman Polanski, I'm just being silly. But there's a thing he did on uh, SNL where he just impersonates a Rastafarian. Oh, right. And at one point he says, respect me neck, and things like that. And, and that's been covered on other podcasts. Oh. I'm, I'm kind of, but it's just, it's so weird. If you, if you see Adrian Brody on SNL, he's banned from SNL. Really? For going off script. What? Sorry, growing up script, they're like, all right, Adrian, we just wanted you to look a little funny. Yeah, I'm going to do a really offensive Rastafarian impression. Yeah, I think that's what it was. Because you know Jimmy Fallon has done blackface a bunch of times. Has he? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Good old Jimmy Fallon. Oh, no. Uh, but, I mean, I'm not going to watch any of Jimmy Fallon's movies anyway. No. It's an interesting one. I mean, you can always make the argument that people do is that, you know, if you look up at Hollywood, chances are... Well, there'll, yeah, there'll be something wrong with the, the whole bunch of them. And I'm pretty sure we've probably watched a lot of movies involving people people who've done terrible things. Yes. I mean, Arnold Schwarzenegger's been accused of terrible things as well. But, I mean... I don't know. That's it. I mean, I'm I'm dumbfounded by that in in a sense, that question. Yeah. I don't know if I would say I'm definitely not watching any of Roman Polanski's movies out of principle. But then again... Roman Polanski movies have never really played a central role in my life, mm. nor this podcast. About the first question, though, things that have happened to people in oh, right, movies yeah. afterwards. Okay. I mean, did you know about Phil Hartman dying tragically after... Yes, because he's uh, Lionel Hutz, um, all the Simpsons characters that he did. Troy McClure. Troy McClure. And he also did Lyle Landley. And I knew that like he just disappeared from the Simpsons. <laughs> he's went away. Like, oh, he's gone now. And like I think my brother told me what happened. And I was like, oh, oh no. Brothers always yeah, bringing which, up the murder suicide uh, packs. Like. Yeah, which is unfortunate. I mean, I think we mentioned, only realised really afterwards about like The Exorcist, how people thought the movie was cursed yeah, because of all um, the people had died and there was loads of tragic stuff that happened to them. Just that easy money kid from um, Terminator 2. What happened to him? I think some of the, like, with the, with the child actors, a lot of the cases it's just like, oh, they've been to prison quite a few times because they're just a bit... fucked up from yeah, a child I think, actor. I think that guy is a bit fucked up now. I Has think. anyone been a child success story in Hollywood and been like, yeah, I'm a normal, well-adjusted uh, adult? Oh, uh, Lord of the Rings boy that we saw. Um, Frodo. Well, Elijah Wood, he was a child actor. He was a child actor. actor. He was, was he? in, um, like, Free Willy or something, I think. Oh, shit, you're right. Yeah. Oh, he, my God. He, he seems okay. Yeah, he seems all right. Yeah, he's made the transition. He always looks so sad. Lindsay Lohan. Oh, no. (laughs) She didn't even turn on the lights in Kettering. I mean, it was... She had a good few years. Yeah. You know, she had had a good good few years. And then Kettering Gate. You know, she wouldn't do the Christmas lights in Kettering. 
you know, as they always say, you only get one chance through the Christmas lights in Kettering. Yeah. And uh, chance two ain't going to happen for you, Miss Lohan. Do you think with child actors, it's only a matter of time before something goes wrong? I mean, they can make a good go of it being a grown-up actor, but they will eventually just fall apart. Everyone will have their Christmas lights in Kettering. So for Elijah Wood, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. It might be Milton Keys. Yeah. You know, it it could be... It doesn't have to be Kettering. No. It it could be Dundee. You know, (laughs) there's a number of places where it could happen the yeah. bottom line is let the chips fall where they may yeah. and these child actors they've got a blind spot is that the people of Kettering dropping chips because they're so shocked that Lindsay Lohan didn't turn up <laughs> they've got their chips and mushy peas <laughs> you know the anticipatory yeah. chips and peas and it all just went to pop what do you mean she's not coming <laughs> Oh no! I just had to take your word for it. That's what people from Kettering. I say. have no idea where Kettering is. So I went to Kettering once, mm. and uh, I got excited because I saw it from a distance. I thought, "Oh, the kettle chips!" <laughs> or a kedgeree. Every time I see Kettering, yeah, I think, it does oh, sound like it's going to be tasty, doesn't yeah, it? It's Kettering. Not. No, it's just a town. Yeah. You know, Sorry to the people of Kettering. Ross Allen writing in here. Very good question. One which probably will be more relevant to you, given mm-hmm. um, your experiences. Yeah. Hello, guys. Of all the film podcasts I have listened to, it's between you and Empire Film. Yours is my all-time fave. Thank you. Wait. <laughs> He's listened to two. <laughs> of all the ones I've listened to... Yes. Your, all right, what I find sometimes is if the, the brackets are confusing, take them out of the equation for now. Okay. Just do it normal and come back with the brackets. Yeah. So, hello, guys. Of all the film podcasts I've listened to, yours is my all-time fave. Okay. Remove, remove the brackets. That's the brackets gone. Right. That's good. I, li- I like that. Back in. Yeah. Hello, guys. Of all the film podcasts I've listened to, it's between you and Empire Film. Yours is my all-time fave. Right. What that means is that he's listened to two film podcasts so far mm-hmm. in his podcasting listening career. And we are the best. Now, I read it as... He's he's a modern man. Yep. He listens to film podcasts. Sure. Loves them. He's listened to them all. Okay, yeah, he's, yeah. He's listened to Cinema Swirl. Yeah. He's listened to Mark Commode reviews a movie. Yeah. He's listened to Mark Commode reviews a movie and Simon Mayo listens. Yeah. He's listened to Extra Mark Commode. Uncut. Uncut. Yeah. And you've got the breath from Mayo not edited out of that one. You can oh, hear that, the, that Mayo the, breath. The, 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 the hot Mayo-y breath of Simon Mayo. And he's listening to... <laughs> he's listening to Empire Film. Yes. The creme de la creme de la creme de la creme. He's listened to them all. Yeah. Out of all those, the two best... Are Empire Film and, and us. Cinema Swirl. But the best of those two, Cinema Swirl. Okay. If you want to take it as that... I will. Then that's your prerogative. Okay. Yeah. I, that's how I'm taking it. Okay. Because I wouldn't say anyone would use the phrase, of all the film podcasts... Brackets, too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Of both the film podcasts <laughs> I've listened to, in brackets, it's between you and Empire Film... <laughs> Yours is my all-time fave, then absolutely I'll accept that. I'm sorry, Ross, it's it's giving us a lot of food for thought here. When I edit this down, Ross, I will remove the brackets from your question, so your question is just, you are the best. Thank you, Ross. (laughs) Cheers, Ross. My question is an odd one. Uh Uh Uh-oh. Have you ever experienced any illegal slash frowned-upon activity in the dark of a cinema, i.e. pirating or fornicating? Love the show, keep up the good work. Lots of love, Ross Allen. Thank you, Ross. 
I work in a cinema. Uh, I think that's been established. Yeah, now. that's been that's yeah. established in the cinema's world. That's canon. canon. Yeah, yeah. Now I I'm not one of the ones who goes into the screens. You see, do you in your cinema do the thing where you have to go in and like hold up like something like a cube that floats in your hand and look up at everyone and somehow catch them nicking movies? No, no, I'm not that guy. Okay, um, I work with those guys, but I'm not that guy. So I'm not the one. Are they like in. the bad boys of the cinema kind of? <laughs> You know, kind of like they're 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 kind of like the ambulance drivers. They're all chill all the time, but boom, when it's action time, they're ready to go. Get out of the way, out. yeah. Okay, drive up onto the curb. I don't care what the road traffic sign says. Here they're coming. Mm. Okay, yeah. So that's I mean that's not my level of uh, expertise there. Mm. I'm just selling tickets to the good people wanting to come yeah. and see things. Yeah. The worst I have to deal with is bloody kids trying to see a 15 film. Like, <laughs> no, not, thank not, you. Not on your watch. Where's your passport? Like, oh, I've never been abroad. I'm like, well, you're never coming into this film. Is what I'm telling. But not you. only are you, are you not going to be able to travel to new places yeah. like actual places with your lack of a passport I'm not even going to let your mind travel to through the power of cinema yeah you're yeah. not even going to go to made up places yeah, you can't go to La La Land no example. you're not going to the closest you're going to get to La La Land is, is actually going to Hollywood because mm. that's not going to happen yeah um, so the, but the things I have seen happen is uh, I've seen a man being kicked out for pirating a film really uh, yes now pirating movies the old-fashioned way. Yeah. As in a camera. the shaky camera. Yeah. Bit old-fashioned. It is a bit old-fashioned, isn't it? The, it? These are the days of screeners, you know. You know, that's it, isn't it? DVD quality rips. Does anyone watch a, a cam anymore? I mean... Not it, that I know about these things. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I mean, check out Grandpa here, and, like, his his copy of the movie wasn't even passed through an unscrupulous critic of a movie who then leaked it online, you yeah. know? It just... It feels like if that I'm imagining an older gentleman. Uh, no, like being uh, thrown out there. It was like in his thirties, I think. Really? Yeah, yeah. With a camcorder. Yeah. Fucking hell. And he properly kicked off. He got very upset. Why? Did he think it was his right to... I think so. I think he was just saying that he was taking pictures, but with, like, a, a fancy camera. I was just taking a video, which I was later going to <laughs> chop, chop up off. into small bits. And then, like, later on, he just checked his Instagram. It's like, well, yeah. sorry, lads. And this was Suicide Squad that he was he was doing. So it wasn't really worth it, mate, was it? But, um, so I've seen that. I also heard tell of, uh, of people just straight up banging in a cinema. Just, really? just having... Like f- full sex, penetrative sex. Yeah, just sex, just actual like sex. I like. I can sort of. That's <laughs> under- a bit outside. The understand pale. a bit of fooling around, you know. I mean, they ordered the VIP seats. You should have really known something was up. Like well, no one would order those otherwise. This is the thing. Every seat in the cinema that I work are like big reclining mm. seats with like footrests and stuff, and you could probably comfortably fit a couple of people on there. I <laughs> think so you would be comfortably have you know a bit of sex a on there, full sex on there. So like, oh yeah, and. They'd, I mean, they got told off and told to leave, but they're just ha- like having full. What like jawing? I'm sorry, I need some more info. Yeah, like is it a tap on the shoulder? Is it a, let's stop the movie and turn the lights on and off? Well, I think there was like only about four people in there, and they were at the back, and some <laughs> other cinema goers heard rumblings and noises and asked someone to go in, and it was they were just full on banging, banging, banging. Because I mean, you know, having sex, kissing in a movie. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Banging. Keep you're, it to a minimum. You're, you're crossing the boundaries there. It's, it's a lot, isn't it? It's like... <laughs> it reminds me of like... too much. When I had like had a bunch of mates like, where are you guys going to think? We're all going to see Charlie's Angels. 
full throttle in the center. Yeah. <laughs> high fives. What are you going to have do? a big wank at the back? <laughs> wank in the cinema. And I said, I said to him, well, what are you all going to do? Wank in the cinema. Yeah. And there's been four or five of them. And like most of them are kind of like, obviously not. You've got to store it in. But one of them. <laughs> and then one of them had some kind of like, Oh fuck! I could. Ah uh, no, we'll no. see how. Kind of like a, yeah. we'll, we'll see how it goes. <laughs> like I said, I'm not ruling it out. Yeah, we'll look at the situation and take it from there. So you've never seen anyone do like you know let off any fireworks or anything no. Like that. Oh, some people have like uh, just been blazing a, a you know a joint. Um, what in the cinema? In the cinema because it's like midnight showings. And I think people think ah it's midnight. Fuck it, like <laughs> the laws don't do what you want. <laughs> but like <laughs> just come in with a joint and just start smoking. But that's it like back. a double whammy because you can't smoke. Yeah, and, and it's, it's illegal. A, a bad smoke. You're yeah. not gonna have that either. Yeah. Oh wow, that's fucking shocking. Yeah. Jesus. I mean, they all get kicked out, but it happens. People so, just <laughs> think ah fuck it, I'll just. No one's gotten away with her or anything like that. Nah. Well, I'll, I'll, m- maybe. I'll tell you what. I've, I I witnessed it the day I went to yeah. the Lego Batman movie. Nice. Was it good? Uh, it was f- fantastic. Yeah, okay. The uh, bad thing I saw happen was someone having to loudly explain the plot of it to the person sat beside ah. them. How do you have to explain the plot to Lego Batman? Yeah. It's Batman S- Lego. You see, the reason why he's upset... What? <laughs> the reason why he's made of plastic, right, is because he's, he's like Lego, like the bricks, yeah? The phrase, you see the reason, should not include in your thoughts at a Lego movie. No. Okay, well, that's interesting what I mean. I mean, we've not really seen the, the height of illegal activity, but I, I think we've talked a lot about food at the cinema. Yeah. Illegal activity, now that's definitely one I want to see more of. I, I did once sneak in wine into the cinema. Okay. You know, that's obviously against... The rules. Well, not any. A lot of cinemas these days have little. You can bring alcohol in, mate. Yeah, not from home though, do they? Uh, not, in a, not in a thermos to keep it cold. What do you got in there? Soup. What are you gonna do? Drink it? Didn't think so. So I'm getting away with it, aren't I? I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I'm pretty sure there's not a working relationship between the cinemas of Manchester and W. H. Smith, whose snacks I've been enjoying in there. But you can't stop me, can you? No. Boom! I'm a madman. But if if you can top that on the crime wave scale then let us know cinemaswirl at gmail.com that's cinemaswirl at gmail.com Blues Brothers yes you've been aware of this movie I yes I know the I know the name you know the name I know the name I know the name Blues Brothers I, I sort of know what the brothers in question look like okay what do they look like suits black suits black suits ties yep. sunglasses okay do you know little, little hats little hats little hats do you know who either of these blues boys are uh, John Belushi yeah the good Belushi you're just saying that because because uh, you said that last time <laughs> and Dan and Dan Aykroyd Dan Aykroyd yeah. yeah from Ghostbusters of Ghostbusting fame yeah. like of uh of, of the original and best the original <laughs> not, and best. not the bloody feminist one mate not having that <laughs> <laughs> you can't have a joke other people would be like yeah Sam tell it like it is we hate women Sam oh what are they getting our blue sisters nah <laughs> not for me mate not having it so the Blues Brothers anything about them that you know who are these bl- brothers uh, probably related okay hopefully or you know just friend bros mm-hmm. honestly that's about it as far as I know that they wear suits that mm-hmm. they are th- this is in some way a comedy okay I don't know if it's a musical what would you be with the Blues Blues yeah okay I, they might be sad brothers do you know if they sing or if they do music or I don't know you don't know I would imagine because they're Blues Brothers they must be Blues performers so you you're looking, at, you're looking at them and you're kind of going, 
well, it's not the colour blue. <laughs> so, because <laughs> then they'd be the Blue Brothers. The Blue Brothers, yeah. you know, like the Blue Man Group, but smaller scale. Yeah. So we, yeah. we it's you're you're right. There's okay. the blues, the the style of what, music. What I've done is a process of elimination, really. So I think I don't know whether they play the blues, whether mm. they want to watch the blues. They've got the suits, which to me indicates more of a sort of ska band vibe. But, okay. Yeah. I so you don't know the, any of the music from this? No. Okay. If I was to go, so there is music in it. Yeah, there is yeah. music in it. Okay. If I was to go rolling, rolling, rolling. I mean, I. I oh, that's Jaws, isn't it? This is like me with the child on the bike with the stabilizers going, come on, come on, there we go. And then you just took off the bike and you broke it in front of you. There. Jaws. No, like rolling, rolling, rolling. I like I I know that from people saying it See or it hearing it other places. Oh, Limp Biscuit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. <laughs> Keep rolling, rolling, rolling. What? <laughs> you know what time it is, mate. Okay. Breathe in, I breathe out. Hands up, hands down. Back, back, up, up, back, back up, back up. Tell me what you're gonna do now. Keep rolling, rolling. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus I don't, I, Christ! I don't know the full song, so I I don't know what. Okay, how about if is I that went... from is that an original blues with well, a song well, or is well, that a... I'm not okay. gonna spoil, okay. It's just, how about if I went Everybody needs somebody Everybody needs somebody uh, to love? Yeah! Hey! Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you know but that. That's a, that's a song. Yeah, I know. It's, really, you know it's, yeah. it's obviously in this movie. It's, it's not a, a, a song swirl, mate. Like, I've heard some songs. So you obviously heard that outside of. of yeah. Okay. On the radio. <laughs> what type of movie do you think this is? Cool, it's, they're comedy performers. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be funny, right? Yeah, I'm assuming so. Yeah. Is it is it a full full blast comedy? It's a comedy. Yeah. yeah it's okay. a comedy. Do you know when this was made? Mm, 80s? Mm-hmm. 80s. John Belushi's alive yeah. in it, so obviously... It's, <laughs> 80s. It's not... Yeah. It's yeah. not after he died. Because he died quite young, didn't he? He did. He died yeah. tragically young, yes. Yeah. So... Other than, I mean, you're, you're really. I'm not like. <laughs> this is like. I'm not deliberately. Like, you've not even looked at the back of the DVD. You look at the front of the DVD. Yeah, I've seen the poster. I know they're wearing the suits. I know it's called the Blues Brothers. Has anyone ever been on you to see this? Not really. Really? You have. No one else really has. Is your dad or your parents or any like are they are they a fan? No. Really? That's yeah. so because like some of my Do you think of it as like a dad movie? I do. Right. But there's a reason for that. The reason for that really is is because. There's like certain movies and certain things which if say all my extended family are all together, all the un- uncles and aunties and, and ankles and aunties, those are all together, yeah, right? You'll watch it. They'll, not that they'll watch no. it, but they'll talk about it. Right. And there was like a number of times where like I'd have uncles and they'd be like, oh, the Blues Brothers though. And they were like, <laughs> and then all of a sudden all the men would be like, yeah. <laughs> The Blues Brothers. Is it? <laughs> right. You, you wouldn't understand. <laughs> no, none of you would understand. It's, it's our, <laughs> our special funny movie. So is it a bit blokey? Is it raunchy? Is there some raunch? Mm. Bit? All I remember about growing up, and this really, like, didn't say tainted, but it skews when I was growing yeah. up. All I remember about it was, like, all the uncles in my family and my dad Talked all loving it, it, and then all their respective wives being like, we don't oh. we don't like it. And then they'd be like, yeah, that we kind of like it more because of that. Right. 
So, yeah, I, I, I don't know if that means that it's... Why do women hate it? <laughs> what, specifically, why do women from the, the 50s and 60s in Ireland growing up seem yeah. to hate it? Hmm. Oh, now. There's actually some hidden uh, performers in this movie. Cameo appearances. Okay, that's exciting. Someone from movies you've seen recently who you might be a big fan of. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Not Arnold yep. Schwarzenegger. Okay. No. So you're aware of any... Sigourney Weaver. Oh, getting close. Maybe. Getting close. Close. Getting close. Oh, Glenn oh, Close. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, this was a movie for me, like, which, like, I remember, like, as a kid being, like, put off a little bit because right. of all, like, my uncles be like, oh. Yeah, yeah. But they used to get like that about, like, the Marx Brothers as well. Like, oh, it's so funny. Right. Ah, you wouldn't understand. Oh. And they put it on and they just talk about how funny it is and mm. actually watch it and just be like, ha, 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 yeah. Red wine has made this, you know, funny for us. Right. So, I mean, it's always been that category. But then, like, when I went to uni and stuff, I watched it with friends, and, you know, again, with kind of fresh eyes, and I started to love a bit more. Mm-hmm. And I've watched it quite a number of times, usually with the, hey, let's watch a funny, silly movie to right. cap off the night's festivities. So, are you very fond of this film? I am, but I've not seen it mm-hmm. since I've moved to the UK. So, I've not wow. I've not seen it in the last five or so years. Okay. Which and I'm I'm, a, I'm a, I only say that because I'm aware that my tastes do change, right. and I'm aware that there have been times before in cinema store where it's been a movie which I'm like, oh man, I love this so much, and then watching it again, I'm like, oh, yeah. actually, maybe I'm not as keen into it as I was previously. So, a couple of questions. Yep. One, you don't have to know exactly, but what's the like certificate of this film? Is it like a fifteen? Would you say? Would I, you imagine? Or I, is it just a? I it's one of those movies where I'm pretty sure I would give it a fifteens. Yeah, but, but it may might have not been. Be. It may have. Been been rated 18 right okay for the time because so it's an adult movie yeah yeah and it's also as well one of the most expensive comedies ever made at the time it was one of the most expensive comedies ever made and the other thing which I can just sort of deduce from the people who are in it Mm. did these characters originate on a certain SNL they did a certain SNL not (laughs) just any SNL Saturday Night Live (laughs) as opposed to what are the other SNLs Sunday Night Live Sunday Night Live just like everyone's just kind of like much less successful much less exciting yeah. everyone just filled with a slow sense of dread about the day coming forward yeah. kind of like oh I had too much of that roast why did we even go out for it yeah. it um, took an hour to get we could have had it at home ok so it's like uh, like Wayne's World was like that as well so those are like SNL characters that span off into a movie have you seen Wayne's World yes ok alright yeah, yeah. take that one off the list um, probably Lorne Michaels involved in some capacity <laughs> He's had his grubby fingers on he's this all, film. He's always in there, isn't he? But I don't, I don't know the plot at all. This is incredible. I don't, do they have, a, they have a car, don't they? They have, like, a car. They do have a car. Right. <laughs> that's a pretty it's fucking... Too, too... That's a safe fucking <laughs> guess. They go places, though. In, yeah, yeah, in the car. They yeah. interact with people as well. Yeah. And they talk. Yeah. So, the, the, just two men in suits with hats, sunglasses, car, mm. blues. You know what it is about this movie that I realised that... Comedy. Why it seemed that my uncles and all were so scary, crazy into it. Yeah. Because it was the first time I recall seeing my parents or, you know, family like that, you know, enthusiastically quoting a movie. 
Right. So they would quote okay. this quite heavily. So this is quotable. So this is quotable. And actually, the thing as well, because my, my mate back home, Paddy, his dad is also obsessed with the Blues Brothers right. in pretty much the same way. So I think maybe as a result of that, between my aunts and uncles and my friends' dads, I just think that it's just, this is just dad movie. Not all dads, mate. Not all dads. Not all dads. <laughs> I don't know if like, Ian is on that barometer or not. Like, I don't know. know. I've never spoken to him about Blues Brothers. Maybe he likes it. I don't know. He has his own special, like, you know, he has his own little special tree. What's his Blues Brothers? None. Yeah. No one gets when everyone's gone to bed. Yeah, <laughs> after Sunday Night Live is over, you just yeah. pop on the old DVD. Like, so, are you excited to watch this? I'm curious and also excited because you enjoy musicals, right? Ah, uh, yeah, I've seen some some musicals because I notoriously don't like musicals. Yeah, uh, even though loads of movies I like are very musical, have and I have liked many musicals that I've seen. But I usually go in if something's a musical, I'm like, no, I don't know what a musical. But I do. I love the music so in this. It, but is it a musical? Not really, because, I mean, I guess if the musical is a thing where it's like... It's a film with lots of music in it. There's lots of musical numbers in okay. it, yeah. Oh, so there's song and dance numbers, mm. and the characters are singing. Mm-hmm. So it's a musical. But it's not like, hey, we gotta go over there. We gotta go over there. Mm. And then going yeah, over there. Right, okay. Going over, gonna go over there. <laughs> you know, it's, it, that doesn't happen. It's more yeah. of a case of like, oh, here we are. Oh, look, someone's singing a song. Singing a song, singing uh, a song. Okay, yeah, singing yeah. a song, singing a song. I'll I say right now off the bat, I don't know any of your fucking stupid music, all right? And I'm talking to you, person is just going, oh, I'm a fan of... The musicians in this movie, and there's all I don't know. You don't know any of them. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. That's fine. That's all right. That's it. Okay. You don't know. Save your fucking breath. Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying that. I know, because I I don't want to be like, oh, could you believe Kevin didn't even know who was on the third Uh, one? I don't know. Uh, Right. So there might be even, there might be musician cameos in this. And guess what? I'll I'll never know. <laughs> Ever. And if you try and make it so that I'll know, I'll know even less. It'll actually, intra- like a tick, you try to pull on me, I'll burrow in and I'll lay my eggs all over your fucking brain. Okay. So don't you dare even think of telling telling me things about music. I okay. don't want to know. Uh, listeners, this is addressed to you, but Kevin is staring at me while saying I'm this. staring at the microphone. <laughs> you're just behind, you're, okay. you're an unfortunate window dressing yeah. in this scenario here. All right. But I'm, I've, I've literally... Right, with podcasting, I've actually had to, like, dump music. Like, oh, that's it. That's the only way I can do all this now. Right. Is to retain the bare minimum knowledge I need to do all these shows. Yeah. Is I've dumped music. From your memory. As in, there's From no your... room. Okay. And whatever goes away, don't yeah, know I... anymore, so what? Okay. Because that's just the reality of it. The other day, I went... You know, I might delete my iTunes. Really? Yeah. <laughs> and I, I said that to Joe, right? So we were downstairs, and I said I, it to Joe. I with didn't the, know how serious you'd be. But so you, you, there's too many movies, too many wrestling. Yeah. That you're just like, I, I've got to get, something's got to go, and it's yeah, music. it's music, <laughs> that's it. I was literally, I said that the other day with the enthusiasm of like, you know what, I might get, I might go and get the light in the attic sorted. Yeah. I might go get rid of music. You know what, I might actually just, you know, just, Get that wheelie bin fixed. I'll you just know. burn all the records. I'm just, no more music at all. Ever. So That's don't incredible. fucking bother. That's incredible. Just, there's not enough time. Gotta get rid of scrap it. It's gone. You're know, thinking, oh, he's podcasting full time now. Does that mean you'll have time to enjoy? No, it just made me realize how little time I have. Yeah. No more music. Heaven forbid you do a music podcast. 
No, it's not going to happen. It's not happening. <laughs> I, the other music. day, I was like, I can either delete my iTunes yeah. or get Yakuza 0 and play it for an hour. Right. I chose the latter. Okay. I've made my bed and got to lie in it. Let's go do uh, Please, brother. <laughs> And more importantly, we're back from Sam's big piss. Yeah. How was it? The piss or yeah, Blues the piss. Brothers? Great. Like, we'll get that out of the way first. Like Great piss. Really? Yeah. Because, like, interesting behind-the-scenes thing here, folks. Sam wanted to have a piss. The toilet was in use. Yeah. And then I was like, well, do you think you'd be able to maybe start recording... And we can kind of, you know, pop out whenever. And then you're like, Kevin, it's a full-on waz. Yeah. Now, what's a waz? Just another word for piss, mate. But Just like having a waz. A, a different, waz. like... A slash. You know. <laughs> different to, like, a regular kind of piss? I mean... I mean, it felt different. Does know, it come out with more ferocity? Is that what you mean? That like, waz is out of the... Of the like, a, a, a waz isn't kind of like, like, dad's kind of like, oh, we're going to the shop. I might do a cautionary wee beforehand. Yeah. Just to get... It's just kind of... No, this is like a a full-on piss. There's pressure there. Yeah. Okay, well, thanks for clearing that up. Yeah. The Blues Brothers, Blues Brothers. then. Uh, What were your initial gut reactions? Uh, Yeah. (laughs) I mean... Right. I mean, yes. <laughs> not to, to to tag where I think this is going to go. It's not just the length of the film. No, 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 no. Okay. It's not, not that. But right. the length does come into the bit I'm going to say now. Yeah. So, but we're not obsessed and with it's the not that here. I needed a piss. Okay, that because you can pause whenever yeah, you want. Yeah, I could have gone for a piss. It's fine. I'm not like some of these no. other nickel and dime podcast hosts who don't even let their mate go and have a waz. No. I'd, or yeah. even a regular piss. Yeah. No, I'll uh, carte blanche. Or we. You know? <laughs> You need to piss in the... You piss wherever, you oh, know? Oh, no, I'm, t- I'm totally... I understand that. Yeah. yeah. But I was keeping track of laughs and mm. also length. Yeah. And in a movie that spanned two and a half hours... Yes. This got two and a half laughs from you. <laughs> now, the phrase, laugh a minute, riot... <laughs> Has been thrown around, often yeah. to describe movies, often to describe this movie. This is a laugh an hour. Laugh sure. once every hour or half hour, but the the, the laugh will be proportional. If you laugh every quarter hour, it'll be a quarter laugh. Yeah. You know, two hours, two There laughs. were laughs in there. There were, there, there were. were. There was, because there was a plural. It was more than, yeah. than one. Not just one. What was it about the movie? that Did it rub you the wrong way? Or, I mean, I'm just assuming, because, I mean, this is a comedy, a feel-good movie. Yeah. And I didn't seem to get many laughs. This is the first time I've seen it. And it's the first time you've seen it. And you knew nothing about it. So I'm just assuming that it didn't. Yeah, it just... I I didn't personally find it as funny as I thought it was going to be for, like, such a... Did I hype it up? Because I tried to, like, play it down. That's why I went all, you know, dad-centric at the start. Kind of, you know... Well, it's it's the Blues Brothers. I've heard of it. Like uh, I know it's a big fucking deal. Yeah, um, it's one of the the, the it's a movie of the eighties. Yeah, uh, it's a big comedy. I would say it's up there. Seeing you know with the pedigree of people are in, I'd say you know it's up there with something like a Ghostbusters or an Animal House in terms of yeah. this is a big movie from this time period. But there's only Ha-ha. so many big explosions or police cars falling over. <laughs> Police cars falling, falling over. <laughs> to- but 
Uh, was that was yeah. that a point where I was supposed to be laughing? When yeah, I, I think that's when I realised that you and I are very, very different people. Yeah. I find wanton chaos of that nature very funny. Yeah. And I, I didn't think that, that was something that you were laughing at. <laughs> were you concerned about the property damage when we were watching the movie? <laughs> like? No, it, just, it was just a lot of, like, the joke was... <laughs> Something's blown up, or I just, something I just, has crashed. I just love this now. Like the the, the thing I'm imagining in my head yeah. is like me and my dad and all my fun uncles watch this go away, and then you and my mum and all my unfun aunts yeah. going mm, bit too much property damage there. It's a bit. Full He's on, not even it? got insurance. No, or a license anymore. Think of the the cost to the taxpayer. Yeah, think of it. I wrote down here just to kind of get us off on a funny, on a funny um, slant to things. Yeah. Um, instead of Blues Brothers, yep. I wrote Boobs Brothers. Ah, nice. So uh, that's an extra laugh there. But I will say, direct that towards me, not Dan Aykroyd, because he called it Blues Brothers like a mug. I have uh, something to tell you that's not related to the film, okay. but it's related to boobs. Is that um, <laughs> I... <laughs> so... Oh, the only you ever do is talk about Pepsi, and now it's boobs and it's just come on um when i was at work i was just it was just me on my own and someone from one of the other departments came down and saw that there's a calculator next to me just put in the thing that spells boobs turned it upside down went look at that and then walked off and i've never like spoken to this person before so i thought you were like i would never seen that no <laughs> like i was blown away classically the calculator is numbers yeah. not words and yes but literally put like 5008 no what was it 58008 and then went look see and then walked off when I was in doing maths back in the old, in the old school, yeah, yeah. we were in uh, honours maths, which meant that we had to get the higher end scientific calculator that could do uh, graphing functions. Oh, it probably has like real it. boobs on it. Yeah, it's got like well, actually, what would happen is you know the people down in regular maths and past maths, yeah, they'd like you know the five five thousand fifty eight or whatever it is or eighty five, and you're the right yeah. boobs. And what people in honours maths used to do is they would do bracket decimal point. Oh yeah, so it bracket. actually looks like a. But the thing is, right, if you did that to the maximum, you could do like 64 entries. So you yeah. could get around, you know, 32, no, maybe around 18 boobs in there, nine yeah. pairs in total. Okay. And what you do is then you just hold in the right button as it would go through your equation. And it would look like the boobs were, were kind of going Mo- past. About. Oh, like, just, you just, <laughs> just <kind laughs> like you were driving past. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, and I've never seen one, but I imagine that's what a Benny Hill movie is. Probably, yeah. It's just someone driving past a series of breasts. Like, yeah. but, but that's not what this film was. No, there were no boobs to be had in, in the Blues Brothers there. The start of this, I said, was I turned to Sam and ooh, it's like, the star of Blade Runner, which not um, seen it, not seen it, not seen any films, mate. Yeah, there is a new one that was coming out, so like, didn't know about that. Not, not fuss. No, it's your job to know these things now that you're <laughs> the the industry. Like, you know, maybe we should do a podcast about it. Maybe, maybe seriously. Yeah. yeah. So we cut to prison. Yeah. So we, 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 that's just that we start off in like a smoky city. Mm-hmm. There's like flames and smoke everywhere. Chicago. 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 That straight away threw me off a bit. That it was just like, hey, everything's smoky and crap looking. Yeah, it's one of those kind of smoky crap town. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Bite your tongue. Chicago is allegedly lovely. I've never mm. been. No, I mean it looks lovely in the rest of the film, but it's just like oh, it's sort of like bleak and moody. It's a weird opening shot, and I thought oh, this might not be a straight up 
comedy in the way I'm expecting. So what you thought it might be kind of uh, just some boobs or something at the start. Just <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, no, we, we did get quite a bleak shot. I guess it's meant to show that like this is set against a backdrop not of prosperity, but no. of uh, depravity, perhaps. So we're in prison. We're in prison. Jake's been let out. Yeah. There's get a really the- nice sequence of him being let out. It's, I love how it's shot. Very well shot. And you're behind yeah. him the whole time. Yeah. You know, he has to lean... What The first laugh that Sam got was uh, when he had to lean over to sign his... Oh, yeah, uh, he's getting all his stuff back. So like a one unused condom, one used condom. Very funny. And then the the yellow line that's been told to wait behind, he, and he has to sign the thing, but the desk's too far away, so he just literally just leans forward, forward signs it on there. Funny visual gag. And I thought, Go well, here we are, we're, we're two minutes a good in, start. you Done. know, 2.25 yeah. to go, let's, I yeah. assume we'll get more than one and a half more of those along the way. <laughs> Even all, all of his clothes being black, and the guy saying, you know, one suit jacket, black, one tie, black, trousers, black That's shoes, been black. nicked, that bit, yeah. and put in other movies, yeah, yeah. the whole, like, kind of, oh, here's all your bits, like, yeah, yeah. all that, yeah, it was yeah. A good, the, the bits bit was good, it was a good bit. <laughs> I was funny to see a prophylactic that had aged poorly. Yeah. So he meets his brother, Elwood Blue. So we got mm. Jake and Elwood Blue. The Blues Brothers. Yeah. And they meet him in the Blues Mobile, which yes. is an old police car that's been repurposed by uh, Elwood. So there was a former Blues Mobile. Which I mean, was a Cadillac. Is there. So I've mentioned before, like, the, these SNL characters. kind of thing, yeah, yeah. Is there some backstory that I'm missing? Mm. Not enough that it would make a difference to my viewing of the film. I mean, I've watched a few of the SNL skits, but it was never kind of like heavy backstory. It's just like there's some that. blues musicians yeah, do, I mean, doing shit. They would do some sings and some songs and okay. some dances and some goofs. And right. But it was as if like previously on AMC. It's not like if I watched all those skits, I'm like, oh, I get why all of it is funny now. Like I've like, in, in season two, episode 29, where they sold the Cadillac. No, yeah, nothing no, before okay. of the store, unfortunately. And I think this little scene at the start where they just drive along talking about, oh, I don't like the new car. It's like, mm. It's yeah. like my cigarette, and they just casually drive over yeah. the bridge. That's funny. And that's when you say that, and yet yeah. they drove it's, over it's, the it's bridge. It's not laugh out loud funny, it's funny. Because I was sitting there thinking, oh, well, that's a hilariously visual image, so mm. I, like a, like a mug, I guess, yeah. vocalised my uh, appreciation. I went, ha, ha, ha. Well, the, the, Sam fucking silent rage chapping the, over here. The bridge was going up, and they're in a car. Like, they're not going to just sit there. Like, they're going to go over the thing. Like, Is that given? Yeah. On all movies. Because it's a comedy film, and they're in a car. And, like, you know, they're, they're going to go over... That's what those bridges are for in films. Right, you you know, like... The, no, there's never going to be a film. One of those bridges that, you know... What's it called? Like, a literally a drawbridge. Drawbridge, yeah. A big drawbridge. There's never a film where people are in a car... Drawbridge goes up and they fucking wait there, and then the drawbridge goes back down, and then they cross over the bridge. That's not going to happen in a film. In a film. See, this is what happens when you've you've seen so many of these like, modern movies, I guess. Yeah. Not, not enough of the classics that you just expect things like that to happen. You know, the Fast and the Furious, Too Fast, Too Furious, Fast Five, some of the other Fast films, <laughs> Fast and the Furious, Tokyo Drift. Yeah. Okay, Fast and the Furious 5 Drift. <laughs> but, I mean, the problem there with that is because you, you've done the stand-up comedy as have I. Yes. And you know what's bad when you start... You know, if you went out right at the start of your gig yeah. okay, and you go, here's a pun, yeah. and no one laughs, mm. there's the internal monologue that goes, well, if you didn't like that, you, the next 10 minutes are going to be long for you. Yeah. And when this here goes... 
Damn! Silly car-based humor. Silly driving that you wouldn't typically expect in mm. you know as a normal human being. Yeah. And that didn't get a laugh. Then the movie is just internally going, well, this is going to be a long <laughs> two hours and 28 minutes then, isn't it, Sam? <laughs> the movie has started its set and it's like, oh, I've got... The movie a lot of material. To the can't improvise. It's, it's that's all we've got. Crowd work to try and get things going. Again. So the, the movie just stops and turns around. And like, so where's everyone from? Like, uh, did anyone? Uh, maybe I'll do some impressions, like to try and make uh, you fucking laugh. Uh, they go to visit the Penguin, which is the, the, not the Batman villain. It's the nun. Yeah. Yep. The nun that Jake and Elwood, of course, were raised in an orphanage. Yeah. And the orphanage is on hard times. Yeah. There's a shot of uh, our good friend Jesus Christ, who we see hanging up on the thing. Yeah. <laughs> Cross. The, the thing. You're not going to call him your friend Jesus Christ if you don't even know the mode in which he was crucified. The, the, the thing the thing about this film is there's lots of shots where it looks pretty great. Like, the, the way it's filmed, and you mentioned this was an expensive comedy. Yeah, they have $30 it, million. Dollars. It, it fucking looks it yeah. at times. Like, the shot where they're going up the stairs, and I thought that in itself mm. is a really nice shot and it doesn't need to be a really nice shot but they've just made it nice I guess it's the movie's thing to bear Sam <laughs> <laughs> the orphanage needs $5,000 because yeah. tax and you're not allowed to ask any more questions about that kind of thing yeah so that's the that's the start of the, that's the plot device that's, that's, it. that's what they need they, they need, need to money for the orphanage where they used to live and they can't steal it like you or I would no. they have to get it you legitimately know, legitimately so the scary uh, magic nun sends them on their way. Yeah, before like hits them with sticks when they swear and they keep swearing and they keep getting hit with sticks. They're in the old school chairs. That's funny. They move forward in the school. They shuffle. For- this I was still like enjoying it, but I wasn't just, just laughing out thought, loud. No, no, I. <laughs> I won't laugh though. I'll save it. I'll s- <laughs> Have you got a sore throat or something like? Or <laughs> and it's like I do sometimes like gratuitous like slapstick silly shit. Like the bit where John Belushi is in the like school chair, kind of stuck in it and falling down the stairs. That is really funny. <laughs> It's a very funny image of just a man just tumbling down but the stairs la- in a chair. But not laughably funny. Not laughably funny. You're one of these fucking people. I've seen them, right, out there on the circuit, yeah. yeah, and you're up there and there's some motherfucker smiling. Yeah. And going, you know what? You can help things and considerably. Right, if we'd have been watching this in, you know, a cinema and there was it was packed and it's full of enthusiastic people and they're right. all laughing at yeah. the laughy bits, I would have joined in with the laughing. But, what, me laughing? What, <laughs> what am I, a toxic fucking person over here? What? What is it? I, you know what, there are actually moments in this movie where I thought, I'll actually try laugh a little bit harder <laughs> see to see if you'll kind of feel a little bit more at ease. Yeah. Like, if we're at a swingers party and Sam's feeling uncomfortable, I'll take my pants off and yeah. say, Look, we're all doing it, so you shouldn't feel so self-conscious about it. We're all going to be okay. Yeah. Apparently not. (laughs) So, they go to Protestant Mass, because it's all singing and dancing, and people are happy. Why do they go to the the Protestant mass like church their dad kind of figured well not the dad but like the, the he's the, uh, the, old, the, the old man of the orphanage old man orphanage old man orphanage strolling into town he's like the the groundskeeper or the, the the super for the building because yeah. he he's kind of, dressed like them isn't he he is and, and I think the idea is that they got their blues and their style yeah. he's the blues father <laughs> he he gave them their kind of uh, their Shit. culture growing up essentially yeah. so they go to church because he told them you go and hear this preacher you hear him 
speak, it'll change the way you think about things and you know inspire you and whatnot. It's a Baptist church, isn't it? it is. That's why there's yeah. all dancing and they're dancing. Yeah. And they're doing cartwheels. Yeah. But mentally, I was doing cartwheels over their refusal to acknowledge the transubstantiation, the Blessed Virgin Mary, and the Eucharist. Yeah. But that's another podcast. That's by the by. Yeah. That's just, you <laughs> that, know. That's that, one that we have done. When yeah, exactly. That, that one is, is already been done in the past. <laughs> yeah. So there's loads of, uh, you know, singing and dancing and twirls. James Brown. Yes, yeah. yeah. Now, I did know some of the, the singers here. James Brown. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he feels good. Da, 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 da. Uh, and I knew yeah. that I would. Yeah. <laughs> so good. So, so good. good. I got you. Ba, 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 ba. Yeah. Isn't this thing double bolted? <laughs> See, I actually know his lines from his appearance in The Simpsons more than his music, yeah. like, you know? But, uh, yeah. James Brown was there. James Brown was there. It Singing, was. everyone starts dancing. And you get Jake, who, um, you know, gets caught up in the moment. He gets the light on him. It turns into a ghost from it, Return of the Jedi. I was just, oh, I'm glad you thought that as well. It looks exactly the same. Isn't it? it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it looks like he's been digitally inserted in there, like, Hayden Christian's going to be beside him smiling and nodding. Is like. that maybe on purpose? No. There were actually one or two little mini references yeah. to some Star Warsy things, I believe. There might be another Star Warsy thing coming up. I think up later on with Carrie, there is something, but yeah. that would have been before Return of the Jedi. So probably what happened there is because it's 1980, this would have been filmed obviously 78, 79. Right. So what you probably had here was George Lucas watching this, copying some ideas. Go, I'll have that. Yeah. And because uh, he rejects Hollywood, he rejects the niceties of Hollywood, such as uh, not stealing cool blue lights. Yeah. Now of course all this is just typical Protestant malarkey, like all this dancing around, all the blue, blue light. lights, message from God, He spoke to me, mission from God. Yeah. I mean, at most. It mm. should be silence punctuated with gentle sobbing. And also, most importantly, an old man coughing into a cloth handkerchief. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> that kind of one. In that he knows that it's rude, but he's doing it into a cloth napkin. So what else can he do yeah, yeah. other than die? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. So Jake gets all caught up in this, starts flipping around as well. I love his flips. Yeah. That I love as well. I thought, okay... Man, you wouldn't necessarily think doing a flip. Doing a flip, you do. Flip. Now, you're probably thinking, oh, they just CGI'd that. Of course, you know, back in, <laughs> back in the golden era of the 1980s. Oh, that was just a computer doing those flips. Just special effects. Yeah. Like, you know. But back in the old days... John Belushi would John have to Belushi, do it. <laughs> he had to go, right, how much cocaine have you got? Because there's a lot of flips oh. here. How many twirls? Yeah. How many lines? Let's see if these equate. I'll do three lines. I'll give you three twirls. Bam, bam, bam. Flip, flip, flip. Off we go. Three lines. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> three lines. On. We might as well talk about his cocaine usage now. Yeah. Did you know about John Belushi's penchant for going wild on that cocaine choo-choo train? I know that's how he died. Oh, he died from doing a speedball. Which is... Cocaine, cocaine and, and I've been heroin. Go up and go down. Don't really know about I drugs know, as, that much. As Grandmaster Flash said, twice as sweet as sugar. Yeah. Twice as bitter as salt. Flavor profiles all over the place. But if you get hooked, baby, it ain't nobody else's fault. So don't do it. So John Belushi standing here, obviously to the great powers of cocaine, because this, yeah. mo- this movie was made on cocaine. Right. Not just him, by the way, because everyone always points at John Belushi, kind of going, "Oh." Because he died of cocaine, he obviously just yeah. was this one man on his own. I read about it a bit, and apparently 
on the filming of this movie, mm. they set up their own little bar on set, the Blues Brothers right. bar. It was just for the, the, the cast and the crew. Mm. And the staff at the bar were essentially drug dealers right. or people who could get them whatever they wanted. Carrie Fisher says that one of the re- ways she got hooked on cocaine proper hard was during this time period. Jesus. And like the director would get special people literally just to hang around John Belushi and to stop him from using cocaine. Belushi at one point in the filming of this movie had a complete total breakdown when he said he wasn't doing any more cocaine. They came into his trailer there was actually a mountain of cocaine there and he oh, started God. crying saying how he thought he was going to die because of his addiction. There was a lot of cocaine going right, around okay. here. One of the main reasons why this costs so much money, not just all the cars. <laughs> cocaine. Is well, one, the cocaine, and yeah. two, they had to stop filming all the time because John Belushi, yeah. he kept disappearing. Like, he would wander off into all these different bars and, you know, speakeasies in Chicago, yeah. and people would just give him cocaine. Because remember I told you about him being all America's guest and all this stuff. Everyone yeah. wanted their fucking story of... Cocaine. And being wild. Yeah, people yeah. would like slip stuff in his drinks and they would just give him stuff and mm. obviously if you're if you're an addict and you've got a problem and you're trying to kick it, the set of the Blues Brothers being surrounded by the adoring public of Chicago giving you drugs not is great. probably not the best way to do it, like yeah. you know. That's why when you were getting off the Pepsi you didn't you didn't go to the Pepsi factory, did you? No. Surrounded by the Cinema Swirl fan base. Who would be slipping Pepsi Slipping into, Pepsi yeah. into everything. You think, oh, is this a snap or it's not Pepsi. <laughs> Black and fizzy. Yeah, you got me. Yeah. Um, the band. The band. The band. They want to get the band back together. So, getting the band back together, you reveal that they're, of course, in a big band, and the band was broken up while Jake was in prison. He didn't tell him that. He was, quote, bullshitting him just to kind of get him through. Yeah. You know? Not lying, bullshitting. Not lying, bullshitting. Yeah. Different thing. If I go to prison, I expect you to kind of be like, yeah, all the podcasts are doing well. <laughs> Loads of downloads. Yeah. You know? Bullshit right. me, please. Yeah, yeah, okay. Carte blanche to bullshit me <laughs> on those situations. Elwood runs a red light. Uh oh, yeah. it's the police. So, first of many police chases throughout yeah, the film. They've got data, uh, which yep. means that they know that Elwood's not got his license. Mm-hmm. So, they're going to go and arrest him. He runs off. Big car chase. They drive through Toys R Us. Yeah. And I was kind of. They want to be the guy to turn around and be like, huh? Huh? Ah, they're, they're. Were you aware that I was disappointed in your like, no, 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 I, I, I didn't, I didn't cotton on to you even noticing how I was reacting to the film at all. Because this is a very fun sequence. Well, they I drive mean, through a Toys R Us and then into a shopping mall and all just knock around, everything over. And then there's everything. Cop, cop cars are upside down, spinning yeah. around. Mm. They bend the laws of physics, Sam, for for it, our entertainment. It looks. So expensive to just smash all this stuff <laughs> up. She's literally what you no, were thinking like, the whole time. All oh, the cost. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it is a bit, a bit much. Um, I know that's the joke that it's like smash, smash everything, yeah. smash everything in there. Like get to the, the point reverse where, to then smash something else, and get to the point where you'll be like, well, surely no more, and then they more. smash yeah. more and whatnot. I mean. Have you ever wanted to drive through a shopping centre just smash it into things? No. I'm, but I'm not Avril Lavigne. You know, I don't want to go and crash them all. Yeah, I mean, smash them all, really. Yeah. I mean, you know, cra- crashing them all is entryway into smashing them all. Yeah. Lavigne only had a skateboard. If she had a car, mm. this is what you would have seen here, like, you know? <laughs> just the Blues Brothers. La, 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 la. Life's like this, yes. you know? 
Um, if anyone when wants to dub animation from God, <laughs> when you're out there in the car, if anyone wants to dub complicated on top of the mall smashing scene from uh, from this film, that would be quite funny. And ironically, much like Avril Lavigne's song, this scene is not complicated. No, it's very it's simple. Just blowing yeah. shit up, Nothing driving around, over. smashy, smashy, smashy. It's yeah. fantastic. They exit via J.C. Penny, and we get our first shot. Of Carrie Fisher. Yeah. So I said earlier when you said Sigourney Weaver, went, ooh, close. I, I, I now see what you mean. Cool sci-fi heroine, yeah. like, you know. She's got a zook. Yeah, big old bazooka. That got a laugh. That got a legit laugh that from was me. Same, Carrie Fisher pulling laugh. out a fucking bazooka. Big old zook. Funny. Hilarious. Yeah. Because I like that she starts off with a bazooka and then she kind of scales down as we go She forward. does a bit, yeah. doesn't she? <laughs> she yeah. does. She leads with her. You don't go with your biggest gang straight away, Carrie. That's just, no. you know, bad form. They go into their hotel for men only. <laughs> yeah, that's a bit grotty, isn't it? The, the Yorkie <laughs> hotel life, you know? <laughs> is, that, is it men only because it smells so bad? Is that it? Like? Maybe. Um, so Carrie Fisher shoots at them, they duck out of the way? Yes, kind of. And she knocks over the front of the hotel, but they still go in. Funny. That was funny. Well, I like that. It's because they're walking around going... Yeah, it's like that. (laughs) Instead of like the the trumpet's going (laughs) referee, (laughs) referee, and yeah, she shoots, she misses, big boom, and then it goes back to love that as well. Yeah, nice. That's a good song. I like that song. I don't know what song it is, but I like it. I think you probably reckon because I know you're a Sopranos head. Yeah, there's a bit where they mash that up with With, uh, uh, "I'll Be Watching You" mm. from uh, David Bowie. Yeah. <laughs> um, room is shit. Yep. The sign hotel said that transients are welcome. <laughs> hey, you sleaze, that's my bed. Yeah. I like calling people sleaze. Yeah. Um, that is a very, like, I love how perfectly shit their little room is. Yeah. And the, the train goes by so often you won't notice it. That's, a, that's a good little line. Uh, the bread for dinner as well. Yeah. Like, uh, that's a depressing dinner. His obsession with. Which is carbohydrates, like, yeah. Dry toast is that's quite a nice little obscure weird thing. I went on a few dates with a girl once, yeah. and every single time we went anywhere, and it could just be that we met up for lunch once, we met up for like coffee once, but every yeah. single time they had like dry toast, right? I was kind of like, that's a weird thing, like, kind of, do I make you physically ill? Like oh, an yeah, uneasy stomach, dry toast, like, you mm. know. That or scrambled eggs, like, if you're having both of those and you're meeting me only, I'm kind of, I'm a bit suspect, you know. Mm. What's the most miserable dinner you've ever had? Miserable dinner I've ever had? The most miserable dinner you've ever had. Because slice of toast here, that's pretty miserable. Yeah, I, I think most of the miserable meals I've had are bread-based. Okay. It's usually a case of bread plus whatever is in the fridge. And what's been the saddest whatever is in the fridge? I think, like... Have you ever had like a, just a tomato ketchup sandwich? You used to have mustard sandwiches back yeah. in the day. Yeah, just when it's just like a fucking condiment and that's it. And, and you've had that for a got. dinner? Well, not for... Well, like for... Ah, well, see, kind that, of, yeah. Now, there's a difference here now. All right. right, we're not playing, ooh, what's the saddest thing when it's like 3 p.m. and someone's not made your dinner yet? No, and you're like, like ooh, this is... I just need a snack. I'm talking about hard living, nothing to, to, to eat proper and eat a miserable, depressing meal. 
So it can't be a snack. Right. So unless you've had a tomato ketchup sandwich as a, your actual dinner. Well, it's, it's been like the only thing I've eaten in an evening. Okay, well that counts so, as your yeah. main meal. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty miserable. Yeah. Is that the most miserable, would you say? I think so. I don't think it gets much bleak. I don't know. I had three packets of peanuts once. Oh, well, um, now. You can, yeah. I mixed them up as well. There were different types oh, of peanuts. Just... Yeah. Nobby's nuts, they were. So they were oh, even... that's not a sad meal. That's a great meal. How is it a great meal? <laughs> is the fucking guy from from that band is the one who pushes those Slade. nuts? Slade. <laughs> is it? It's Nobby from Slade. Well, it's, no- it's Noddy. Noddy Holder from Slade promotes Nobby's nuts. And he's probably thinking, my name sounds similar enough. That's literally it. That's the advert. Yeah. It's Christmas. (laughs) Wow, I've spent my entire adult life thinking his name was Nobby. No, Noddy. Noddy Holder. Fucking hell. Wow. So you you don't think there's anything more depressing that you've had? Don't think so. No? No. Okay. Yeah. One time I had black pudding and I thought, oh, black pudding would make a good substitute for mint in the spaghetti bolognese. It didn't. Ooh, it was terrible. That's, yeah. It was the worst. That doesn't sound good. Terrible. And that's almost worse because I made it. Yeah. Like, I you didn't put make, some solid effort in Yeah, that. I was like, I wasted time and energy and money. Depressing yeah. meal. Still, though, I think you might have been paid with, with ketchup sandwich. The cops come to bust Elwood, but Carrie Fisher destroys the building with a giant bomb. Yeah. Fucking hell, the money they've got in this, uh, their big fancy explosions, explosions like, back-to-back explosions. John Candy's one of the police blokes. Have you seen him in many things? Uh, I've seen him in Brewster's Millions, which I watched uh, recently. Brewster's Millions? Brewster's Millions. You watched that? Yeah. We could have swirled Brewster's Millions. I know, I'm sorry. It was on telly. You've not watched Uncle Buck, I've heard. No, I haven't watched Uncle Buck. Well then, that might be a candy swirl, okay? Ooh, I could go for a candy swirl right now. a candy swirl. That sounds amazing. Yes, please. Elwood quits his job in like a scene that could best be described as being non-necessary. Yeah, and we see him without his sunglasses. We see him with just the regular glasses. You see his kind eyes on yeah, his hair, isn't it? Yeah, it's a nice, nice boy. Those are eyes that believe in crystal skulls right there. <laughs> I, I'll never get over that. If I, every time you watch this movie, just remember Dan Aykroyd is mad as a He seems quite cool in this, cables, like. He seems like a cool dude in this. Cool dude. Hanging yeah. out, having some crystal skull He's crystal vodka. Skull guy. You know? Yeah. He's talking about the world. So they want to get the band back together, and the majority of them are in a sad band called Murph and the Magitones, who are playing at the Holiday Inn. Yeah, um, there's, uh, I'm just going to point out the funny lines that I've noted down from here, just to defend myself and be like, I did find some of it funny. It was it was funny at times. But they, they, they go to uh, one of their old bandmates' houses where they used to stay, mm-hmm. and they're always like, are you, are you guys the police? And like, no, man, we're musicians. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, that's yeah. nice. Yeah. It's quite movie is quite quotable. 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 You love Jake and Elwood on yeah. a t-shirt with a line like that exact line is probably a t-shirt. Yeah. No man we're musicians. Yeah. Nice. Nice. <laughs> Not funny though. Nice. Yeah. The ma- the magic touch I'm sure there is a, a, a they go through the names of the people. Yeah. And there's like Bobby Doobop or something. And then there's like Willie Too Big Hall. <laughs> Which I'm sure is just like a big dick joke. Like that's that's it. Willy too big. Well, I, mean, I really hope I haven't misheard that. But I think there was just like Willy too big. Willy too. <laughs> I thought Willy too big hole. Oh, like the hall is too back big. home in Clonmelon. They two two village halls. Right. Which more than it doesn't even need one hall. Yeah. Maybe it was a reference to that. So the hall. Like. Yeah, maybe. Because I typically find in America they don't call penises willies no. as much. That's more. Around this deck of the world. Oh, right. 
Cock. That's what they would call us. Yeah, well, if his first name was Cock, then maybe... Yeah. Uh, yeah. It might have worked. Right. Yeah. So, the other bandmates have all got posh jobs now. Yeah, Mr. Fabulous is a major D. Mr. Fabulous. What yeah. a great... That's a wrestler's name, not a fucking mm. horn player's name. So, yeah, Mr. Fabulous is a head waiter in a posh, fancy restaurant. Excuse me, these gentlemen coming in here are not club members. Mm. They're very upset, the, yeah. uh, the, the clientele. Pee Wee Herman's there as a waiter. Now, right. Good spot, good spot. Yeah. So the the ones in, uh, what is it, Magic Herb and the Herbie Jerbies, what's the band? The Magic Tones. Murph and the Magic Tones. Murph and the Magic Tones. They're all pretty like on board quite quickly. Yeah, pretty Doesn't much. Doesn't take much convincing to be like, hey, uh, well, let's get the band back I think the reason yeah, is, okay. is that most of Murph and the Magic Tones, I'm assuming they're proper sheet musicians, yeah. hence the bad acting, hence they're like, <laughs> can you, yeah, just yeah, okay. All of but, um, you. The one with the pipe, just get a shot of him. Don't speak. You ruin it. Now, in a film where there's like explosions and uh, shit flying everywhere, the scene in the restaurant with Shay Paul's restaurant with Mr. Fabulous and Pee Wee Herman as a waiter and the yeah. posh family, the posh family being all snobby. I thought, right, there's going to be some proper food fight level carnage here. This- in a car and driving around, run over the the wealthy dowagers. This is going to go full on mental, and it just didn't. It was just a like Jake being a bit rude, and then Mr. Fabulous like, all right, I'll be in your band because I don't want you to come and disturb him. Because Mr. Fabulous can't stand these fussy poshos, yeah, not being able to handle real people like Jake and Elwood because they're eating all the shrimp. But my expectations were confounded there I expected some real carnage and I didn't really get any well he, he didn't try to buy some children yeah, that that's not emotional didn't, carnage he didn't throw a squid about or anything did he like in that Travis music video that I just remembered <laughs> <laughs> so they threatened to eat all their meals here if he doesn't rejoin the band so he rejoins and he's an idiot because he doesn't realise they can't even afford it yeah. fucking dumb dumb idiot yeah. uh, they've got no money mate yeah so mm. it looks <laughs> We cut to a scene where there's loads of people waving around swastikas. Look, Sam, it's the alt-right. <laughs> I wonder if it's ethical for us to punch these people or not. <laughs> I wonder if it's ethical... To push to... alt-right people into water. You know what I think is, is, ma- is mad now? Is that this... There would actually be argument over this scene if this was in a movie now. If you just had, like, Probably. people... Go, well, it's actually not. It is, though, isn't it? Yeah. It's Nazis. Mm. Drive them off the bridge. But they're, like, full-on shoot Nazis. They've got the, like, swastikas and, and things. Yeah. The, 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 they're not the secret Nazis that you get now. Yeah, I mean, swastikas, you know, the original meme, really, isn't it? Like, you know, <laughs> the original just, Pepe. Yeah, exactly. Symbol that was enjoyed by a group of people. Wait appropriated a Wait by a, a bunch of wankers. Oh, no. We're the original Hindu people who enjoyed the swastika for its original meaning of peace and unity. Oh, no. Now a bunch of pricks have taken it away from us. Oh, hey, we're a bunch of uh, people who like Pepe the Frog. Tough shit. You can't have that anymore. Oh, hey, we're we're Wendy's. We thought we did a funny tweet. Oh, no. We're spreading Nazi propaganda. I bet there was that happened at some point. Back, Probably. Back in the day. Like, you know, someone was like, kind of, hey, check out the, the Hindu symbol here. Like, Oh no! What? <laughs> but I. But there's all these memes. <laughs> oh no! Oh, it's nice to see uh, a time before memes depicted in film. It's nice to remember that you know there were Nazis pre-meme. Yeah, just regular old. Just regular Nazis, regular just hanging out, being Nazis. Definitely. I think they're just like, oh, we hate you. We hate everyone. 
<laughs> we, we love being white. <laughs> yeah, that's what, that's they're all just standing there, just like, oh, the being white is the best. They all get driven off a bridge, and I'm sure we won't see these characters ever again. No. They drive around town and they uh, head into a restaurant mm-hmm. where they have got more bandmates are working behind the kitchen. And yeah. Jake asks for four chickens and a coke. Yeah. And uh, Elwood wants some more of that dry toast. Yeah. The four chickens thing is funny because the, the lady is like... Do you want uh, chicken wings or what do you want? Like, no, no, no. No, Sam, can you tell the good oh, people at home what, what is, what steps they have to do mm-hmm. so they don't accidentally transcend the comedy ladder to uh, your kind of next highest state of being where you can, you know, you, you can't laugh anymore. You stare at your clipboard going, yeah. now that is funny. <laughs> that is funny. And that is funny. That's nice. That's a nice joke. No, I won't laugh. Which, yeah. uh, we have to take a comedy course at Comedy University and really, you know, delve into the depth of what is humour and what yeah. are funny things. Mm-hmm. And it's not all laugh, laughing and joking. Yeah, it's, Comedy's it's, not it's, a laughing it's, matter. It's, comedy's very serious, right? <laughs> you've got to take it seriously. So when a joke comes up, you've got to not laugh at the joke. You've mm. got to think about why the joke is funny mm-hmm. and determine whether it is. <laughs> And state that for the record. I, the could, I couldn't imagine here now. I mean, I'm, I'm watching Jake and Elwood, and they've got their food. They've got the four chickens. Yeah. They've got the dry toast. <laughs> and that's all very well and good. Yeah. But imagine, if you will, the shit. Yeah, from four chickens. Who do you think's got worse? Jake or Elwood? Jake, all that chicken. Jake, not just protein. sheer quantity. You know, he's going to get bunged up. Yeah. Elwood's going to feel bloated. Mm. I think Elwood's going to feel worse, It you know, before the digestive process. He's going to feel bloated, you know. But I don't know, Elwood, he's going to be he's going to be constipated. Yeah. I mean, good thing there's no toilet in that, you know, hotel that they're in. Because <laughs> otherwise they'd be making the place a whole mess. Also as well, in light of recent scientific evidence, the dry toast um, increasing the risk of cancer. Oh, yeah. Is it like burnt toast or is well, it just any toast? more cooked it is. <laughs> more cooked toast well if it's dry toast yeah I'm assuming it means it's been cooked to the point where the the moist well no no you, like can, a, you can have like nice, yeah. nicely cooked toast but not put any butter no, on it no one of that, these moist is getting it. cancer alright that's the way it is okay right. so the waitress yep. played by Aretha Franklin yep. starts having an argument with the kitchen boys yes and the kitchen boy goes oh shut up woman mm. and then they start singing yeah, yeah. they a nice singing song it's good, it's good. It? yeah. It's good they started singing before it got awkward. Yeah, freedom. Anyway. <laughs> freedom! Freedom! And I'm sure, yeah, that's uh, that's all well and good and appropriate. I wish all domestic disputes were this catchy. There's the whole thing where Aretha Franklin is saying, you know, you better think about what you're doing. <laughs> she had this big song on yeah. better think about what you're doing to me, you know, better, you know, consider the consequence to your actions. All like, our friends are, yeah, you better. And he's just like, nah, I'm, I'm off. Yeah, I won't, though. Oh, all right. <laughs> That's Which it. I guess is like that's the joke in it that after all that song and dance, nothing changes. Yes, you know, me and all my fun uncles going, lads, 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 yeah. lads. I don't know. The song has little to no effect, regardless. A waste of time and energy. The Blues Brothers do join in the little dancing. They come in for a little bit, yeah, a little dance. Yeah. John Belushi's quite the dancer, isn't he? Yeah. He can move that frame. They do look good doing their dancing, though, you know quite good at it love their dance I like it Carrie Fisher does her nails and consults a flamethrower manual now the name of her beauty salon place mm. is funny what is it you know what it was I, I didn't I was writing down flamethrower so curl up and die 
that's that's a that's a nice little goof, hidden goof for funny. So if you added that humor experts at home, have you inputted that value into the uh, big Excel comedy spreadsheet for tonight's yeah, movie? And I can conclude funny. All so. I will say is. The bar chart's looking very good. <laughs> all, all I can say is the uh, line of best fit has got a positive correlation with number of laughs. Once I've compiled all the data, I will then laugh. Like yeah, I'm not going to laugh <laughs> without rigorous data to back yeah, it up. I've got to know that the analysis. Yeah, obviously, of course, you know. Ray Charles sells the boys some instruments. And yeah. I knew it was Ray Charles because they just kept making jokes about him being blind. Yeah. Someone he tried to steal from him. Shoots he, a thief. Yeah, don't. But he can't see. He's doing it with his sonar. I bet, I bet if he could see, he would have murdered that child. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And we get another famous person doing a song and dance number. Yeah. Nice. yeah. It says you should do all different songs and dances. I really feel like me being so unmusical, I can't really do these songs justice. So I wrote down, he does a big song, it's Brill. Yeah. And one of the dances he says them to do is to do the mashed potato. Yep. That's a... I like that he, one. he goes through some like actual words for doing dances, and then just starts making stuff up. It's nice. It's that's, that's do the oogity boogity woo. Yeah, like, do the wiggity woogity wah. Jake tries to get the gang a gig, and they go out driving, even though they've not got a gig, and arrive upon Bob's Country Bunker, yeah. where they do both kinds of music, oh, country sorry. and western. Carrie blows up a phone booth at one point, like with the flamethrower. She blows up a phone booth, the flamethrower. They're in a phone booth. Ring, ringing the gig man, I they're, think. They're trying to get in touch with their old agent. To get and gigs. Carrie blows up the phone booth with a flamethrower. Women. And he goes all up in the sky and then falls down and they get out. They're, and they're oblivious to, to her presence yeah. here, you see. You know. Do you know that Carrie Fisher and Dan Aykroyd were, uh, were going out at this point in time? Uh, yeah, okay. Apparently. So. Oh, they were an item. They were, they were nice, an item. Yeah. Sorry, Bob's Country Bunker. So they go to Bob's Country Bunker where they play... All the kinds of music. All kinds. Both <laughs> kinds, even. Country and Western. And then for a moment they become the Booze Brothers as they try to sing some cool blues music but yep. these uh, country hokey-pokies don't know what it's all about. Bunch of bumpkins. Bunch That's why they've got chicken wire in front of the stage. Is that an actual thing that happens sometimes? Well, if you remember uh, the... Limp Biscuit song, uh, My Generation. Yeah. They also perform behind Chicken Wire. So, oh, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. Limp Biscuit, the Blues Brothers. Same thing. Just keep rolling, 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 rolling. Rolling, rolling. Yeah. Rawhide, <laughs> which is what they sing here, the theme from Rawhide. Yeah. Because they're, so, they're supposed to be the good old boys who are performing tonight. And, uh, and again, another funny line Dan Aykroyd saying hi with the good old Blues Brothers boys band. <laughs> <laughs> So, Rawhide, had you heard it before then? I, I think know. so. I must have heard it somewhere. Where? I don't know. I used to do this at the old karaoke back in the old days. I seem to remember that. I think we've yeah. been to a karaoke thing and yeah, you did Rawhide. So. Me and Sam, in our earlier part of our relationship, used yeah. to hit the karaoke bars. Yeah. You know, but that, that possibly could be it. Yeah. I, unless have you seen I've, Rawhide, the TV No, I've not seen show? Rawhide, but I think the theme has come up in other places because it's a good theme. Mm. It's a good theme. It is, it's, it's a classic yeah. theme. Then the real good old boys arrive. Oh, no. And, uh, yeah, so they, they're upset too. Yeah. And the cops from earlier chase and smash into them. Yeah. So basically what you got is it's building to a head. There's all these different people, and they all want to get them blues boys. Yeah, you know? so there's Bob of Bob's Country Bunker. He's crossed that they haven't given him the money for the beer because they thought the beer was on the house, and it wasn't on the house. So that's there's him. There's the good old bands. There's the good old boys, 
who were cross because they didn't get to do a gig. Yeah, and they, they stole their gig, didn't they? Stole the gig. And, and also, he was uppity to them as well. Yeah, you know, so that's enough to want to kill them. Absolutely, because um, they've got cowboy hats, they're quick to anger. And the police, because they went too fast and then drove away. And the policeman said... He went through a red light. Going to get him. The last thing that he does, he's going to kill him. Yeah. That's what you're going to do. So they, we're, and the Nazis as well, they fell in the water, so they're... They'll come up eventually. It ain't easy being a blues brother, is it? Everyone no, hates you've it. made a lot of enemies in a not very long period of time. You know, you've, you've made yeah. a, lot, a lot of enemies, and you've also made Sam not laugh. You know, <laughs> it's a it's a very tough tough existence being a blue brother. Mm. So the Blues Bros meet their agent in a sauna, and he's yep. going to give them a big gig. And the big gig is so that they can get their $5,000. Yeah. And he's like, you're not going to sell it out because it's so big. And yeah. they're like, we'll show you because we've got hashtag a street team. Mm. And they're going to hit them streets. And we pull back and reveal and we see that the band are in there as well. That's a nice little neat visual. Yeah, they're all there in all yeah. the towels with their instruments mm. all that, and they're wearing sunglasses. Yeah. It's very funny. So yeah, they, they, you know, just goes to show if you've got a gig... Even if no one knows who you are, Children. even if it's really far away, all you need is a flyer and to ask people yeah. to, to go there. And then they'll get there. That's what we learned in Edinburgh. Easy. <laughs> easy. So easy. You can get people into a room. Easy. Sell it out. Just tell them how great it's going to be. Just lie. Say that we've been gone for three years and you then they'll come. You didn't like doing no, that, did you? didn't like giving flyers to people. I was pretty all right at You were good at it. You're a confident man. I could talk him in the, yeah. in the, in the room, couldn't I? Yeah, yeah. I'd say, Come to the comedy show. There'd be all jokes, and they went. Yeah, well, it's like, like oh, well, he's uh, the Edinburgh Comedy Festival, excuse, honey. Excuse, yeah, excuse, yeah. excuse me. Oh, okay, yeah. I've written down some funny things that I've observed. That <laughs> I've, 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 I've got a form for you. Don't have to laugh at the gig. You can just <laughs> tick the laughs that you would have done if you cared enough to, you know. Um, so they're out there, they're advertising, they're in the streets, they drive around, they got the loudspeaker. Come yep. see the fabulous Blues Brothers tonight, yep. one night only. Drawn graffiti and all that. Mm-hmm. You on the motorcycle, go see the Blues Brothers. Yeah, you know, I, I love that. I, I adore it. Elwood flirts with an English lady at a gas station. That was a really, I'm going to say, a. a I never like to be the person to go in like in a movie and afterwards be like that scene was pointless but when you are on the 2 hour 28 minute mark yeah so there's the one where he quits his job bit pointless it was just kind of like it was so dry like yeah. you know and this one was like setting up a thing that there's literally no resolution of it Dan Aykroyd like waking up with face covered in cocaine <laughs> there should be a scene where I get a hot chick to go and meet me at the motel and the lady's English yeah. and someone tried to stop him but they're all on cocaine yeah. so because they've run out of gas and they go to the gas station mm. and the gas station has run out of gas so they wait for the gas man not the gas man but the gasoline man oh it's great gas the whole thing <laughs> it's, 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 it's great gas like, it's unbelievable and, yeah flirts with the lady and so, then arranges to meet her and then later on you get you see her and you like, see her and she's like oh I've waited here and you're meant to be like ha Blues oh. Brothers are irresistible El- Elwood is very charming he is a very charming man yeah with his hat you know uh, oh the gas station fucking explodes <laughs> oh yeah as well of course, you, you got of, of course it does of course it does were you expecting the gas station to explode there's, there's gas everywhere mate of course it's, it's gonna go boom <laughs> it's gonna go kaboom yeah. indeed all the bad guys find out about the gig, yeah. and the boys are late to the gig, so they have to like sneak so in. The musicians are all there, including the uh, guy, the their their father figure. Yeah, he goes oh, out and he buys time by singing Minnie the Moocher. I fucking love that the audience 
to show that they're impatient, don't just be like, what the fuck's going on? They're like, we want the show. We want the show. We want the show. Now, I've been at some gigs where it's gone a little bit roundy. Yeah. You know, people have never gone to the point where they're chanting, we, we want, want the, the show. show. We, we want, want the show. show. And tell me the time I saw Oasis and people were We getting, want the show. <laughs> I saw Oasis at Slane Castle when yeah. I was like a wee little kid. And people were getting crushed up the front. And Oasis were like, can we calm it down a bit, please, folks? People are getting crushed up the oh, front. Fuck off. And then we start throwing stones <laughs> at them. We want the show! Not a bunch of political correct fucking bollocks Protestants coming over telling us not to crush people. Maybe we want to be crushed, you bollocks. Yep. Fucking throwing stones at you. So we get Mini the Moocher. Get a nice blast of Mini the Moocher. Did you, did you know of this song? Yeah, I think uh, I remember that from assembly at school. <laughs> um, honestly, there would be the principal comes out. I am not shitting you. That we would literally listen to that song and sing the the call and response bit. Are you fucking no, shitting me? That happened at least twice. Where in my did you go career. to school? Fame. <laughs> Fuck seriously. It's a fun school, mate. They didn't sing all the stuff about how Minnie was a moocher. It was, all right. it was just the Heidi, 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 Heidi. Okay, it didn't come out. It was out. just the fun, like, uh, da 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 It's just the, the nice bit. <laughs> so it wasn't, he didn't come out and be like, like, well, this is a serious topic we need to discuss about. We didn't learn about a bloke named Smokey. <laughs> <laughs> there, there's there's been some mooching going on <laughs> and I know like the six formers are worried no. and the, the GCSEs are coming up okay and I know that they're being a moocher you're being a real hoochie poochie moochie <laughs> as he says at one point yeah not, not of the sort no I think it just skips straight to the hi 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 bit. Even still, that's a lot of fun yeah it's fun and you know we sung that Yellow Submarine and a fucking blast we had to, this is right fucking school I had to fuck up with yeah. we were in the rugby and we used to sing the rugby songs and we thought oh wouldn't it be fun if we could do a practice of all the rugby songs so the younger years could find right. out about them so we were given permission to let all the all the students come into the assembly hall and they'd all lead them in all they'd say, hear the songs boys you know mm. hear all the songs the rugby songs the rugby songs like abide with me fast falls the eventide it's a fucking hymn right yeah. we had we had a hymn that was our song that was our footy song if our equivalent <laughs> we didn't have no three lines we had fucking abide with me <laughs> The line, the darkness deepens, Lord with me abide, did not strike fear into the hearts of our opponents. And as we were trying to sing and get, yeah. get everyone, now and then the principal would just walk in and just wave his finger if we were getting too, too rowdy. Yeah. No, take it down level, it's a hymn. Yeah. Do you know the fucking Gonzaga pricks we faced? Do you know what they, they had the Baywatch theme. That's cool. They'll be ready. Yeah. We fucking taught them a god and breasts. Well, you had Minnie the Moocher. I'm making an idea, idea. You just go find with me. <laughs> so the fucking, yes, okay, I made a big deal about the Eucharist. It doesn't have to penetrate every facet of my being. Oh. So there's some uh, there's some booby trapping going on here. I like the particularly when he's uh, the the booby trappy brothers yeah. are spraying down some glue, and then he turns and goes, "This is glue." <laughs> love strong it. stuff. I love it. It's strong stuff. This yeah. glue. It's an adhesive. Well, they finally make it to the big gig. They get in. 
and it goes amazingly well. Yeah, I wrote down here. Are you ready for Without your, a fucking hitch. You ready for the recap here, folks? Sure. They do all the big songs and dances. Yep. All of them. All of them. Crowd love it. Both of them. Oh. <laughs> Both of the two songs. Just fantastic I wasn't sure how long that bit was going to go on for. Because when they did like two songs in a row, it's was like, are we just getting a full gig? It's stop making sense. Yeah. Like, did you think this is the end of the movie? Like, I mean, like, no, because like... <laughs> There's all the people wanting to kill him, and they all. They, I thought it's got to pay off somehow. When I first saw the movie, I thought this is going to end. That they'd be so impressed, yes, and be like, "Oh, those Blues Brothers are all right," and then I, they uh, all give money to the orphanage, and everything's okay. The Nazis are all sitting there listening to their Adolf Hitler records, and like, "Why don't you try this?" Honey, 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 honey. <laughs> of course, the fascists, you know, rose to power in the forties with catchy numbers like that. Hitler's call come out. response. Honey, 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 honey. <laughs> they get offered a contract and money. That's yeah. convenient. Here's a fucking ten thousand dollar advance on on your recording contract. There you go. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Give it to the band. That's Deus Ex Machina shit happening. That's a bag of fucking plot resolution. That's convenient that they put yeah. it in a bag. But it's a comedy. It's comedy. It's comedy. I forget this comedy and silly stuff happens. You're, it's like comedy. To, you're meant to do that. It's comedy. It's, it's fun. Comedy. Yeah. Carrie Fisher with an assault rifle. She's Jake's ex who he right. no-showed the wedding to. And that she's like, explains you're, it. you're a slug and I'm going to kill you. And then he takes off the glasses. And he's so handsy. Kind eyes. Yeah. I'm much the same if I see kind eyes. Yeah. That's it, like, you yeah. know? He does look like a nice little lovable rascal, doesn't he? Isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> that's that's, that's just John Belushi's yeah. life, isn't it? Like, yeah. it's kind of, oh. Oh, he's all right. You think, oh, this motherfucker, you take off the glasses. And he's he's basically just a puppy, isn't he? Just it like is. making a mess, but you go, oh, he's so cute, though. It's like the Andrex puppy, but instead yeah. of pulling down rolls of toilet paper. Blowing up gas stations and doing cocaine. Or yeah. cocaine, like, you know, it's still white and fluffy and it makes the... The, the animal quite excited yeah. but in, a, in a different manner obviously mm. of course too many cops in the parking lot also that's the end of the Carrie story like yep. she kisses him he drops her they go away the that's it I think she shoots at him again yeah oh yeah that's uh, everyone likes this line um, which is is 106 miles to Chicago we have a full tank of gas and half a, a pack half, of cigarettes half a tank of cigarettes <laughs> it's dark it's dark and oh, wow. we're wearing sunglasses, sunglasses. Let's do this. Classic blues for this moment right there. I wrote down here just to describe what happens. A big car chase times 8 million. Yeah. Were you shocked by the number of cars? The sheer scale. Yeah. Yeah, it's like um, if you put in cheats on Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. They, they just send the fucking army after you after a while. And they should have slowed the movie's processing <laughs> speed down. They should start chugging around this point. Yeah. I mean, for me, there's something cathartic about watching, like, cars, pi- like, piles of cars. But those are, like, so the, the oh. car, cars all smashing together and falling down hills Love and stuff. Love that! That's real cars, in. That's just actual carnage. Yeah. Yeah. I could watch that all fucking day. I could watch yeah. an hour of that. Of just cars crashing and falling over. When Donald Trump was going, this American carnage, that was what I was seeing yeah. in my mind was all these cars. Carmageddon. Yeah. Like, I think there's a part of me, and maybe it's just, like, the small kid part of me that's never going to grow up. That's mm. just, like, you know, if you gave me a bunch of cars, law of averages when I was playing as a kid. After oh, you just what, smash them up. Yeah. You know, same with the Star Wars. After It's only a matter of time before that Millennium Falcon comes head first and everything. 
Like, yeah. this just feels like a child has gotten to direct this. Yeah. And got all of the cars and then and, and more cars and then horses and boats and Nazis and more cars and whoosh, brah, Flight the Valkyries pays. Yeah. <laughs> da- Daniel Bryan comes in. <laughs> I love... As well, with they're chased by the Nazis who are in station wagons, which yeah. is the most Nazi car of all, and they reverse and just Big back flip, flip, massive flip. Yeah, I mean, like the thing with this film is again, it's a comedy, but it, it switches between quite realistic and then like full on slapstick silliness, like yeah. airplane and shit like that, mm. like really like because it's not so, like it's not like that the whole way through. No, because have you seen Naked Gun or Police Squad? Yeah, bits like you've shown me some of Police Squad. Yeah, yeah. like where it's just kind of here's the world that has this absurd yeah. kind of. But this like dips into that occasionally. Yeah, like, the bit where the Nazis drive off the bridge, it's just absurd how they, far like, they there. fall through yeah. like a vortex of infinite yeah, yeah. space. I mean, the first time I saw this movie, this part here where the, the Nazis' car keeps mm. falling, that's when I kind of like I got it. If you know what I mean, where I was right. kind of like. Okay, I see this movie is because earlier I was like, "This is silly, this one, this is ridiculous." And then, but I guess you, more to your point now, I guess it is, it's very jarring when you have these two different types of comedy, isn't it? Like, yeah, it's like it's sometimes um, like realistic carnage and silliness, mm. and other times it's like self-aware silliness. Mm. But it's not consistently one or the other, mm. which I don't. It, it's fine because it's comedy and it's not real, and you can do what you want. The, the half laugh came when the the Nazi car fell through. You went to <laughs> yeah, when it fell through the <laughs> the the road, kind of started like trying to start up like a. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what you wanted. That noise. There. That I wanted yeah, that the full that laugh. Sam Chaplin lawnmower yeah. noise. Didn't get it though. You want a plate full of hot bees? That kind of laughter. <laughs> <laughs> they arrive the car dies they've got six stars on Grand Theft Auto everyone's coming to get them millions yeah. of cops and so they're army going, they're going to the tax man mm-hmm. to give back to give the tax I love the big chase through fucking Chicago City and they're driving a million miles yeah. an hour again very good uh, direct, back in directing five here minutes sign some, when they finally arrive there's some great shots that for a comedy you wouldn't expect like when it's the first person view of the car yeah the tunnel thing Mm. Lovely. It looks great at times, this film. looks like, really good. I think it's one of the reasons why this movie was so successful is the fact that for the first time you really have like a cinematic comedy in that sense where it's like a really silly, goofy thing where you've got like big budget action sequences yeah. which, in fairness, any time in a comedy usually when something like this happens it's like, you know, the set falls over and, you know, yeah. oh, and people are hit with pies or whatever. Not like fucking... Masses of cars, 120 miles down Chicago City, driving through the square. Well, that's the thing. They they kind of want to have their cake and eat it a bit. Is mm. They want to have the big budget, like, Hollywood shit happening. But they also want to do a bit of, like, oh, the custard pie, the set's fallen over. Yeah, oh, yeah. This is low budget. Mm. And they they do... It's, it's the both that This I think, is what happens when you give SNL writers $30 million, I guess. It's a like, lot of money. It is a lot of money. Jesus. It's a lot, a lot Back of... Back then. Even, yeah. I yeah. think as far as I know... Even now, that's... For ridiculous. a comedy, yeah, it would be ridiculous. And I mean, I think, as far as I recall, it held the Guinness World Book records. I don't know if it still has it, but for many years, for most number of cars destroyed, right, in a yeah. in a movie, like, did this movie do well? Yes, yeah, it did like yeah. really well. Yeah, it did. Yeah, yeah. It okay. got like three times its budget back okay. like, in the end. So cool. it was a commercial success, but it was one of those ones which, like, you know, it did well, but it was only in years after where it became like a real cult classic yeah. and kind yeah. of it, it went beyond that. So they finally give the check, they get arrested, mm-hmm. and then they go to prison to end us off doing a prison song. Yeah. Everybody, 
is in prison. Someone in prison? In prison. What did you think of the Blues Brothers? It's alright. It was alright. <laughs> fucking hell! fucking alright. Fucking alright. It was alright. What were you mean? So, it didn't, it didn't blow my mind. It was alright. Do you think it was put on too much of a pedestal for you? Because, I mean, I know before we watched, like, Ghostbusters and Back to the Future, and you were kind of like, well, it wasn't that funny. Maybe it might have enough laughs for you. Yeah. But this one, you've described how all these things you thought were funny, but it just didn't hook you? What was it? I don't know. I just, it did really, like, it's the Blues Brothers, and people really give a shit about that, and they dress up as it for fucking Halloween and shit, and they, they like the costumes. And I, like, I get that, as well as being funny, there is a bit of it where it is, unironically, kind of cool. Yeah. Like, be, like Jake and Elwood are kind of cool characters. Yeah, two dudes drive around in an old cop car going down... In fact, they're not... Neither of them are really stupid. No. There's no silly one and straight man to that dynamic. They're both kind of, like, cool guys who do some wacky The straight man who do wacky things. Yeah. Like, the characters themselves aren't that funny. Do you think that you watched this one too late? Do you think you watched this when you were like 16, 15? Maybe, younger, yeah. Like, ah. I think maybe some of the stuff that happens in this film has been done since and I've just had that. I don't know. Like, I'll be honest, when I was watching this with you is one of those times where it was a movie which I was kind of in my head I'm like, I love this movie. Yeah. But when I was watching it and, and I was aware quite early on that you weren't laughing I was kind of going, well, what are the bits coming up that you know are going to be you know big and laughs? Yeah. And every bit I could think of was something that I knew you weren't going to find funny and kind of at the end of it I was kind of going I surely there was more to the movie than this yeah and that's not a knock in the movie it's just kind no. of like I felt that it had more appeal than, than that I mean watching this movie now mm. I can see why like my mother and loads of people didn't enjoy the movie because if you yeah. don't like smashing I think that might the- be the thing that like I'm, I'm not sure I even know what sort of movie it is because it's not it's not just comedy is it it's they, they're really trying to tell, like, a story. Mm. They're not just doing jokes. How about that music, though? Good music. Yeah, the music's fucking fabulous. The music's great. The music's great. There's some genuinely good song and dance numbers. I with, think a lot of people love it. big stars. You know, the movie is just kind of a vehicle for you to see all this amazing music. And I know, obviously... Yeah. We had our little chat before we went off and swirled, but for a lot of people... Well, you denounced music. <laughs> <laughs> I will speak no more of it. But, I mean, if you're someone who's a blues fan, yeah, you know, or a jazz great. fan, then this is like, you've got fucking... Escapism. Fun. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You get to see all your faves in there singing songs, interacting, being funny, yeah. you know, big, cool dance numbers. But, uh, not your cup of tea. No. How and many... I, I kind of, I want it to be. I, I like watching it. It's it's like me with um, there's certain things that people get and they love, and I just don't like them. Mm. The main example I think of is the the Smiths, the yeah. band the Smiths. People I like love the Smiths. You like the Smiths. I do. Right? Yeah. Well, what, what of that, mate? I don't know. What do you mean? Oh, music's gone. Yeah. Um, but I like Salford, the place. I, I know of that. That's all I know anymore. And I listen to it, and I think like this is not. There's nothing that gets me here. Mm. And I want there to be. I'm, I was like, watching this film, like, I wasn't deliberately being like, this is shit. I I'm know not laughing at this film. There have been movies where I felt that, and honestly, yeah, I Lord of the Rings, I was like, fuck this, I don't want to watch it. Wow, look at that, folks. That'd be Sam admitting to not giving Lord of the Rings a chance there. Maybe bear that well, in mind in the future. Um, no, but I went into that um, thing, like, with a preconceived, like, I'm not going to like this. Yeah, yeah. This, I thought, I want to like it. Because it's a cool movie and it's the Blues Brothers. But I just I didn't... It wasn't funny enough. Hmm. 
Well, and the and the things that weren't funny, like the the, the serious like story or the car chases or the whatever, wasn't enough either. Yeah, there wasn't just enough to like. It, it didn't fill me up. Wow, <laughs> like a nice you're, meal. You're, yeah, you're you're left wanting. At the yeah, end of this movie. it's like I've eaten like just a you know a packet of sweets. Ah, oh, dear, but me. I've not had a full dinner. So, how many Star Wars would you give the Blues Brothers? Uh, oh, I. Th- I I'm very worried about people hating this. It doesn't matter. You've already lost them. We lost them earlier. Like when we said, like they've uh, they've turned off. <laughs> they've turned off. Like you know. like two. Oof. Oh god. <laughs> the Blues Brothers more like the two stars, brother. Two star wipes for Blues Brothers. You heard it here first. Mm. Thank you for listening to this episode of Cinema Swirl. This episode was produced by Kevin, and the music and editing was by me, Sam. As always, you can follow us on Twitter over at CinemaSwirl or join us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash CinemaSwirl. If you have any questions, queries, comments or stories, send them on over to CinemaSwirl at gmail.com. That's CinemaSwirl at gmail.com. If you haven't already, please do subscribe to us over on iTunes or whichever podcast thing you use. And if you like the show, leave a review. Anyway, we'll see you next time on CinemaSwirl. Uh, we're going to dip into the mailbag now. Cool. Theme song. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Say the theme song. Play it. Play, play it. Yeah. Put it in there. Yep. Sam, have the boy put in the theme song <laughs> there. The boys. <laughs> the boy. Have the boy put the uh, you, theme song there. You put the theme song in. You know what day it is today? <laughs> Why, yes, it's the day that Cinema Swirl released the long awaited Blues Brothers episode. Now back to work, boy. We're just characters in a Elizabethan tragedy, that's all we are. And also, an old man coffee. <laughs> I had to say that again. And also... <laughs> it's relatable if you're a Catholic, isn't it? And also, most important... <laughs> right, you've got to get this. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> like that. <laughs> <laughs>